Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben Thompson. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning, happy Sunday. This is Get Radio and this is a business brunch with me, Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson and Terry Recruitment. Every week, I am fortunate to be joined by trusted experts all across Oxfordshire who share their stories, talk about some of the organisations, large and small, and what they're doing in the world of business here in Oxfordshire. And today is going to be no different. Um, So we are joined by three experts of Oxford Brooks University, and we're going to be discussing how Oxford Brooks University can support businesses in all aspects. To do that, we're joined by Howard Feather, Giles Orr and Sarah Irons. This is the Business Brunch with me, Ben Thompson. I look forward to introducing our three guests after this. Get Radio. Welcome back. This is Get Radio and this is the Business Brunch here on Get Radio. Um, as I said before that song, I'm really, really excited today to be joined by three experts of Oxford Brooks University, and we're going to be discussing how the university supports businesses in all aspects. So let's start by introducing our three guests. So first up, Howard Feather, uh, a good friend of mine. Welcome, Howard. Good morning, Ben. How are you, my friend? So well, so well. I'm excited for the next hour. So let's let's dive in. Um, tell those who don't know you um, who you are and what your role is. Hi, Ben. So, yeah, my name is Howard Feather and I am the business startup manager working in the Brooks Enterprise Support Team. Uh, Me and my team are helping all Oxford Brooks students and staff launch businesses if they want to, completely ex-curricular. So it's out of course, we're helping them launch their businesses. Amazing. How exciting. Um, And second up, Giles Orr. Welcome, Giles. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me on. Um, I'm Giles Orr. Uh, I work in the Brooks Business School. Uh, My role and my team's role is to engage with businesses to to take the best of our training, our consultancy uh, and our research out into businesses to help support them in some of the business decisions they're making. Also, through those contacts and working with people like Howard and Sarah you've got today, we work together to see how we can best shape our support for local businesses across all sorts of industries and across all sorts of shapes and sizes. Amazing, amazing. And last but certainly not least, uh, Sarah Irons. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Uh, thanks for uh, having us here today. So I'm Sarah Irons. I manage the Brooks Enterprise Centre and Bioinnovation Hub. So we provide lab space, office space and uh, kind of communal space for uh, companies within the Oxfordshire area. Uh, we also provide facilities access and generally kind of all round support and uh, access to our wonderful staff and student talent for our resident businesses. Amazing. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you to the three of, three of you for joining us this morning. Um, so we will um, really go into the world of Brooks um, and the world of business in Oxfordshire um, after, after a song. Um, so let's start with a song. So who can have the short straw? Um, Sarah, I'm going to start with you. We're going in reverse order. What is your song choice, Sarah, and why have you picked it? Um, so I have cho- chosen uh, Storn Away, Get Low. So I wanted to pick an Oxford band because I'm very passionate about the local Oxford music scene. And uh, I think the lyrics speak a little bit to the highs and lows of working in business or working with businesses. Oxfordshire Station, get radio.
Welcome back to the Business Brunch here on Get Radio. Um, today, I'm really, really excited to share with you, the listener, um, a little bit more about Oxford Brooks University and, and, and how the university really support businesses across Oxfordshire. So let's let's start, Howard, with you. Um, and I'm, I'm going to ask a big question. I like my big questions. Um, so how do Oxford Brooks University support businesses in all aspects? Wow, I did get the easy big one. Um, so I suppose, how don't we? Well, I, certainly in my team, in the enterprise support team, we're starting right at the beginning. So any of those students and staff that want to launch a business, we are helping inspire, ideate, incubate, and even initiate their businesses. So we're really helping them get the thought process going. So as much as we are a student-based team, we're actually introducing them to the local ecosystem when we need specialist support. Um, so that's certainly where my team step in. I know that Giles will jump in at any second for the next level. Um, but obviously, as the new boy on the room or the, the new kid in the room, I'm amazed at how much we do actually do. And I definitely don't want to misquote Giles. Giles, I think I think you've been set up nicely there to come in, haven't you? Set up by Howard. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> Howard. Um, I mean, Howard, Howard kind of explained a bit about how we can help students and, and our staff actually create new ideas but of course the, the wider environment of the of the county is that it's such a, it's so full of such great companies and great ideas that are coming out of it sometimes we talk a lot about the stem kind of organizations with lots of university spin outs and all the great business parks and, and science parks that we have but equally some some really great small companies that work uh, locally to support local businesses local charities and those kind of um, activities uh, and organizations that we'd love to work with one of the great things about working with the businesses in Oxfordshire is it's not just about the support we give them, it's about the support they give us. Mm -hmm. Brooks is a, is a, is a great local organisation, employs you know, nearly 3,000 people locally, um, puts a lot back into the economy and is very much part of that, that economic fabric. And business leaders love coming in and talking to our students about the, the adventures, the challenges uh, and the fun they've had in building their businesses. And as Howard's talked about, about getting young people into a room to discuss about their business ideas, getting people who've done in, come in to do that real work and have done those things is an amazing opportunity. And we're very grateful that we can we can link up with those kind of businesses. In terms of the direct things that we do, Sarah's talked about providing space for small businesses to, to start and be part of that local ecosystem and providing the kind of support a university can through its facilities, through its uh, research uh, and, and through its access to, to resources, such as the great library that we have, which is open to all residents uh, of the city, uh, if people want to come along. Um, and taking that further forward, and the, the business get established when they get larger. I mean, Oxford is full of, of, of small to medium enterprises, less than 250 employees. That's the lifeblood, the background, the backbone of, of um, the, the county. Uh, and we love working with those organisations. We've got lots of experts across all of the faculties within the university. There's, there's four faculties, spare areas of expertise, if you like, where not just the business school, where we, we discuss, obviously, and look at things to do with business in the round, but we've got health and life sciences who look at some of the really intricate and interesting uh, biosciences uh, and um, working with health. We've got the humanities and social sciences with those insights into the kind of 
arts and the history and the geography and the kind of things that are really important about understanding our place. And then we've got technology, design and environment. Absolutely crucial in this modern world where we look at what the world is shaped like around us, what the technology mm -hmm. is that's coming along with that, and things like AI uh, that's coming over the hill now. And we can take that, that knowledge, that insight, that understanding that we have and use it to help local businesses. We're we using uh, all sorts of projects through AI to help predict tourism numbers across great um, visitor sites so they can predict where people are going to go depending on the weather and the time of year and all those clever things. We use it to look at building structure to see if they're under stress or strain that can't be seen by the naked eye to see how things move. We've got projects with uh, organisations that are huge in sustainability and want to retrofit what they're doing. We're providing them advice and guidance about the kind of things that they can do. And then we are helping people develop their professional skills within the workplace. There are new challenges that people are facing all the time, new skills to be learned. We've got courses across the piece, not just a degree, postgraduate and undergraduate programs that people know us for and we're nationally and internationally renowned for, but also for those short courses to give people their skills to help them contribute better in their workplace and to help organisations improve their efficiencies and effectiveness and to help them to grow. <laughs> he says, segueing very nicely into our Help to Grow programme where we've just had three, 400 local businesses come through a short 12-week course with us to help go through the basics of them growing their business. And the, the feedback we've had has been immense and it's been brilliant to be able to provide those things to those businesses and hopefully turn them from just people who want to work with us but into partners to help us shape the whole of the oxford economy going forwards amazing amazing sarah has giles missed any bits <laughs> plug into that but i think i can speak a little bit to what the enterprise center can bring to this uh forum so um so we provide lab space for really early stage companies. So when they're kind of at the one or two person stage and give them the space and support to grow and be able to flourish within uh, a relatively short time period. So we give that kind of space for them to breathe, I guess, a little bit. Um, and I think we also act as connectors. So linking into different Oxfordshire networks. I mean, Howard is an absolute king at that particularly. But um, so we're linked with OBN and uh, many of the local um, startup related activities that are going around in, that are happening in Headington, the kind of life sciences focused. So, um, and we also uh, kind of are able to link companies once they're ready to grow and graduate from our spaces, linking those to developers and space, which is such a such a challenge, I would say, in Oxfordshire at the moment. So we're kind of trying to cover the full growth cycle for for that early stage business. Absolutely. Wow. Um I think when Howard and I spoke about put, putting the show together, I, I expected there to be a lot, but but it really, um, it, uh, but being honest, it, it really has surprised me how much there there is. Howard, let let's go back to the to the first step, if that's okay. Um, and I think the um something that I see see quite a lot is 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 that I guess kind of that first step on your entrepreneurial journey in terms of probably the two things that that come out is is real excitement and and energy and um sheer like desire but then i guess the other the other side of that thing is 
fear and imposter syndrome and those kind of phrases like what what are you seeing and and what what is that kind of hand holding element because i know that you do a lot in terms of that hand holding piece yeah absolutely so um those of you that bumped into me over the last four or five years know i've been doing this kind of role for a long time and the excitement is something that we try to grow here on campus so that's certainly in that inspire so which one they make the spark happen make people think about their ideas and go for it and the the joy of being here is there's less imposter syndrome than i've ever encountered um, on campus with students they don't have those barriers they've not been told no um, so there is no such thing as a bad idea which for this stage of a business is just beautiful um, it's so enjoyable being able to just harness that raw passion and go for it. Um, will everyone work? Absolutely not. We all know the statistics around startups. A, a lot of them fail. Um, in fact, in a program that we've just did last semester and starting next week, um, I mentioned 90% of businesses fail. Um, and I go into more granular details just to kind of paint the real picture. Um, one of the one of the things that we enjoy here in the enterprise support team being extracurricular is we're that safe space where we're allowed to embrace failure. Um, so sometimes it's the first time these uh, students have ever been told that failing is okay, um, and we love that bit. So again, for me, it's very novel that there are less barriers than I'm used to. Um, normally, we we've conditioned ourselves that well, I can't do that, I can't do that. But from our experience. The younger we start this journey, the less barriers they're self-imposed, which is it's just a joy and a passion to work with. I'm only here five months, but at the same time, it's uh, it's been a great five months so far. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Charles, one of the things that really came um, through for, from your initial overview is very much about Oxfordshire um, as, as very much about Brooks being part of Oxfordshire, part of the community, g- giving back, getting involved. Um I think throughout 150 shows we've now recorded, um, I think one of the the big themes is probably very similar to that in terms of Oxfordshire is a special place. Oxford does have gravitas. What are you seeing in the world of business in wider Oxfordshire? How is business in Oxfordshire right now? And do you believe Oxfordshire is a special place? Oh, Oxfordshire is a special place. Um, I mean, I would say that living here, wouldn't I? But (laughs) equally so. Um, it it has facets that are that are visible that are special and people talk about these things and we we see these reflected through TV programs and, and the films and things like that with the dreaming spires, and then the the excitement around f- cold fusion for instance or some other scientific advance that's gone on or the you know the the, the motorsport valley in which we we operate. Um, yes, it has those high spots and it is special because of those things. Having said that. It's a very diverse and widespread county. Mm. Um, lots of rurality, lots of uh, traditional farming, uh, and and those kind of activities. With 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 linked straight into the M40, so we've got the big logistics bases. Um, lots of specialist manufacturing, uh, and lots of service industries. Um, and it's and it's an interesting mix of how you can balance all of that within. What a you know sometimes can be seen as oh it's very pr- pretty very rich very very mature in terms of the, how it is but there are pockets where those things don't happen. Um, it's been interesting. We've we've been working with some um, businesses with with purpose, and I'll come back to those uh, later in the discussion about the kind of work that they're doing locally to support the communities in which they're operating. And you find some some really interesting and difficult areas across the county. 
where that 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 dream inspires dream um it's more difficult to enact and, and to be seen and it's great to work with the businesses that want to work there and want to to give back in terms of the things that they do more generally economic environment tough um uncertainty in the macro um environment in terms of where uh, politics policies the general economy is going at the moment um capital access to capital proving difficult for people to invest and to grow their businesses and um issues around the workforce as well uh, i mean oxfordshire one of its special facets is that it's expensive to live here um mm. and recruiting people to come and work within the county um is is it's a tough gig um and it has spent many hours talking in many forums about the things that we can do to do that the great thing about brooks of course is that we're building that ready-made um pipeline of talent um every year with the young people and and all the graduates that come through us uh, in terms of the skills that they're developing uh, when we're learning from the businesses the local businesses, in terms of what they need and what they want and what they require in order that we can equip our our students to be able to make that contribution within the workforce um but it's a great place to be and it's a great place to work. Uh, there's always something interesting happening. There's always new ideas spinning off. Um, but, you know, it, it it does require focus, dedication on behalf of all parts and all working part of the economy to make sure that we continue the success that, that the county's had. Uh, and I'm really pleased that the Brooks is the central, a central part of that. Mm, absolutely it's re really interesting um the piece you said about the the, the brooks graduates coming out into oxfordshire so as as you heard at the start of the, the the call my 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 day job as such is running the recruitment business and 30 or 40 percent of our business is placing ex brooks graduates uh, across oxfordshire and and actually i think that the feedback from employers across the board has been and this is over a data size of five six seven eight nine years has been they've been shocked how strong the quality of graduates are which is um which is certainly something i would encourage more businesses to think about um sarah we're on a bit of a history journey here and i know off off air you you kindly volunteered how long you had been with the university so i i won't give that number but what i will do is i'm really keen to um for you to share with those listening right now about how has Brooks developed over your time with the university, and um, 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 what what could you what do you think businesses would be, I guess, kind of quite surprised about if they haven't engaged with the university for a period of time? Um, so, I'm very happy to say I've been at Brooks twenty four years this year. Um, I know I don't look it. Um, <laughs> so during that time on a very tangible level the the real estate has changed markedly over that time so if you've been through Headington in the past kind of 10-15 years there's been a campus regeneration from a lot of kind of 70s 60s 70s buildings into a, a very modern campus now um, and with all the benefits that that brings the community the students and the companies that are based with us um, and in terms of Brooks itself, I would say we've there's always been a focus on the community. Um, activities like the Science Bazaar have been going for well over a decade now. And it's that kind of example of how uh, this, the university is really, really focused on linking up with the community as much as we can. Um, 
and yeah it's just such a friendly and positive place to work um oh is joel's gonna disagree at this point no Giles, <laughs> Giles isn't gonna disagree Giles just wanted to 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 kind of chip in and talk about the science bizarre that you just mentioned which was uh the weekend just gone um which is a brilliant showcase for getting engaged with the community i haven't been at the university as long as sarah has um although i do look older um my my kids used to come to the science bizarre when they were when they were little and had such great fun uh seeing all the ways in which science makes a contribution to modern life and the things they can get their hands on and the way they can play around with things and understand the kind of stuff that's going on and it's just that feature that you can you just got the hill uh, towards headington um and there is that facility there that, that is open for, for people to come and see it. and those, those events are absolutely brilliant uh and I, I remember you know getting stuck into all sorts of technical kits and bits and pieces on those days there are events on the website all the time um about talks and things like that happening and come and meet us and see what's happening um yeah, i mean the list is is, is endless in, in terms of the things you can look at so i would encourage people to look at those things that go on because we are a community asset we we do open the doors and we want people to see and know what we do and how we contribute to what's happening locally amazing amazing um going a little bit off topic here giles i am going to stay with you um for your short straw here um so as as with sarah and howard later in the show you have been given the pressure of of picking a a brilliant song for oxfordshire this morning so what is your song choice and why have you picked it well, it's, the song I've chosen is a bit twofold. It's uh, Beginner's Look by the Eels. And the reason for that is it fits in really nicely with Howard's comment about uh, entrepreneurs and their success rates and, the, you know, the look they need in order to, to get things moving and how we can support them through that. The other thing is I'm a longtime fan of the Eels. Uh, I have a very dear friend who introduced me to them before they got famous through Shrek and all those kind of things. And I think it's just a, a nice, interesting take on... on uh, a relationship interviewing oxfordshire's business leaders this is the business brunch sponsored by we do hr support leave your hr to the experts so you can focus on what you do best welcome back to the business brunch here on get radio um i i think across the 150 shows our guests have found so much pressure with those songs but i think that was an a-star answer there giles so uh so, so well done well done um, Howard, I'm, I'm going to bring the conversation um, around to yourself. As, as you touched on um, earlier in the show, and I think most of the Octoshire business community in some way will, will know you throughout the various hats you've, you, you've worn. But I think it's always been about supporting businesses to grow or supporting people to grow. Um, so I, I guess kind of an, another quite big question for you in terms of the enthusiastic entrepreneurs that are coming out of 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 your department of brooks that that as you rightly said don't necessarily have that imposter syndrome because they've got that blanket and they they don't have those experiences before what can oxfordshire businesses um that that haven't been with involved in brooks what can they learn from 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 that side and then the second part of the 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 scenario is what can your students learn from us small businesses Fantastic question. Thank you, Ben. And um, what can you learn? Well, I think the, the main thing is the majority of barriers that we put in front of ourselves are self-made. And if we don't make them, it's amazing what we can achieve. Um, as I, I've only been here five months, but we've interacted with over 150 students now in five months, which I don't think anybody here thought would happen in such a brief, uh, such a brief time. And we have a 
full range of amazing ideas. Um, have any of them failed yet? Not, no, not yet. Um, I'm looking forward to it. As I said, I celebrate failure because we learn from failures. Um, a great man once said, failure is the first attempt in learning. Um, and actually, I think the biggest fear and the biggest barrier a lot of us put in business is failure. We're worried about it. We're scared of it. But actually, the thing that the students and the thing that I'm most impressed about with the students and the staff and everybody I'm interacting with, there is no fear of it. Um, because we're academic, our researchers, they're looking for the mistakes to find out how things work. So actually, we've got this lovely ecosystem where failure is a good thing. It may not be sold as that. It may not be... Um, brandished up as that but actually learning and making and perfecting is such a beautiful way of growing we can call it pivoting that's obviously a buzzword from the last couple of years um but actually that's those changes are what we can learn and don't be scared of it embrace it because if we move forward fast we're going to get there quicker so businesses for me and some, certainly something i'm learning is embrace it yeah okay it's uncomfortable yeah we get that prickly feeling because we're growing but it's uncomfortable um and then what can how can businesses interact with us well be ready to trade with these really enthusiastic businesses coming through um there are a lot of them coming and do you know what they're ready they've, they've got budgets they've got money they've got ideas but they don't know everything and the thing that we are encouraging them to do is know what you know don't try and be perfect at everything and when you need help ask go and find help um we're creating a network of local local experts to come and speak. We've got a, a really, really established connections of local businesses who have interacted with the business school over the years. I'm sure Giles is going to jump in with that in a second. Um, but actually, that interact is a two-way street. Um, our students can come and, and help you massively in your business, but you can also help them massively in this. Mm, absolutely. I think I think a big thing that's come through with this show is, is about the best relationships are win-win, and, and it's a bit about creating that win-win where 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 we all win and we all share that expertise and that knowledge and that and that and that passion. Giles, Giles, what's your your take on, on that question that I asked to, to Howard? Well, it, it, really, interesting. I just wanted to expand on a couple of points that Howard was making, which are brilliant. Is is um, a we've we've got this this group of of young people who are, are entrepreneurial by nature and want to get up and do things. What's amazing is when you when you get them into businesses and they, they're not afraid of asking the, the, what would deem to be normally quite silly questions, but they're not. They're brilliant questions about why can't you do this? They don't see any barriers. They don't see why aren't you doing these things? Why? And it's quite an eye-opener for, for some of our established partners and, and businesses to learn from what, what the students are doing. We run um, a series of um, consultancy projects for our students throughout the year. So they, they go and work with businesses uh, for a, sometimes it's for a couple of months on a part-time basis. Sometimes they, they do it in a very compressed week. Um, and they, they look at a problem that the business has brought to them and they come up with, with various solutions uh, that may or may not um, fall out of that. As an example, we had, we had one recently with uh, JVC um, in London, which ended up with um, the proposals being uh, taken up at board level in Japan about some of wow. the changes that they were making and some of the things. And this is a group of students who've come with these ideas and brought them across. We operate programs that are called, for better or worse, knowledge transfer partnerships, where we can place uh, master's level students, graduates, in a workplace for up to three years to actually work on big technical thorny problems to help an organisation make that next step in where it wants to grow to. 
on what it wants to do. And then your, your final bit of the question, this is how students can help the businesses, is how the, how, how the businesses can kind of, kind of learn as well from what we do. And what we learn from that is a long time ago, I have been here long enough to, to call it a long time ago, um, I met with somebody who's running a business who said that, and this is the thing that opened my eyes more than anything, was that when I started this business, it was me and one other person, and I used to do absolutely everything. And it took up all of my time. Now I've got 11 people and it's still taking up all of my time. And I'm still running around and I'm still leading on these people. And I thought that, 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 that there's something we can help with here about how best to support and structure businesses so that the people that start these businesses, these smaller businesses, are very much hands on. They want to know everything and they need to know everything when it starts. It's difficult when you start bringing people on board to actually let go of some things. And to understand the strengths and weaknesses that work through it, and we we've we've run a series of programs for a number of years about this, and we've done some stellar successes with businesses who have realised that just by changing the way they work at things, that some of their practices, some of their processes, they they've seen exponential growth or, or, or radical changes in what they do. And it's not all about us telling people; it's not all about businesses telling students. It's about how we get people around the table and have those kind of grown-up discussions using the strength of everybody that's around that table. And that's mm. the thing that I think Book does really well. It gets it gets people from across disciplines, from across industry, from across the county to sit down and talk and examine issues the way we can bring some expertise to help support some of the right solutions. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Sarah, one of the things that Howard um, mentioned um, a few minutes ago is, is very much around um, we're not we don't need to be an expert at everything, um, and and that actually we need to go and learn for, from other people, which I think definitely resonates with with what yourself and Giles have said. How how much value is there um, on um, I guess kind of having that support network around you? So if you think about so one of these one or two people businesses who could come in into your lab space, how much value is there in in having that support network? Um, it's incredibly valuable because yeah, nobody's an island. So and particularly our companies tend to be. Um, biotechs but it really applies across the board you can't be an expert in everything so the university provides so many avenues for connecting to expertise across the board so be that ai for biologists who don't know how to even begin to talk about these kind of things mm -hmm. um through to for example um scientists really not knowing how to engage with social media so we've had some beautiful placements of um students from the business school placing with our companies and basically giving them kind of social media 101 to get them kind of launched into having a decent website and decent comms um so that kind of connectivity is so important and then also just uh, in between different businesses um so we have eight businesses at the moment and the connections that they make between them is really beautiful in how they're supporting each other sharing information and knowledge support when it is difficult to find employees um lots of yeah lots of uh kind of soft to support as well as more tangible kind of sharing equipment even um 
Amazing. Amazing. Um, Howard, I'm just going to come across to you um, because it's time for a difficult question. Um, a song for our listeners. Last but not least, what is your song choice and why have you picked it? And we promise we won't judge. Um, well, I would love to pretend to have a deep and meaningful reason, both like Giles and Sarah did. But uh, my daughter told me this song needs to be played. So it's uh, Count On Me by Bruno Mars. The Business Brunch with Ben Thompson, sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch here on Get Radio. Um, it's very clear that a lot of people can count on Howard and indeed the wider team here at Brooks. Um, so let's let's continue this this conversation um, around um, how how businesses can really engage with with Brooks and and, and some 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 of this some some of this support. Um, how, Howard, I, I think something I'm I'm keen to um, sort of bring the conversation onto is businesses who are listening now and they think, wow, I'm amazed, which which I think a lot of people listening will. I want to engage with Brooks. I want to get involved. I want to give back or I want to um, get some of this talent. Like what? what how, how should they go about it? Uh, ben, I mean, you've known me for long enough. It's a very complicated process to get hold of me. Um, it's <laughs> buy me a latte. No, um, <laughs> come and see us. I think the best way to ever start this kind of journey, any kind of relationship is to have a chat. Um, Giles touched on the fact we're, we're almost 3,000 people up here at Brooks. Um, one of the big surprises is, is how big we are. Um, and I think it would be very difficult for anybody to necessarily find the right person first time. Let us do that for you. Um, we're here to help. I don't think I haven't met anybody yet um, that isn't helpful, um, isn't here to help. So reach out, have a conversation with us. Um, we offer so much support. We don't, if we don't expect you to know what the right answer is, let us tailor make that to you. Let us give you all of the options. Um, but as I said, mine is a latte, generally a large. Um, and we've actually got five coffee shops here on site, so we can even do a tour around. Um, and I think just start the conversation as I'm a big fan of, it's that conversation, it's the relationship. Let's, let's start that bit. How we help you fix the problem, that's the easy bit as far as we're concerned, because we'll talk that out for you. Mm-hmm. no really interesting really interesting um and giles other than a latte do you, do you have anything do you have anything to add on that point um yeah did you have anything to add on that point in terms of in terms of that engagement piece i, I think that howard's summed it up nicely in terms of you know come and come and find us just 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 drop us an email find us on by search engines um you know with it's howard or sarah or giles um university should find us uh and we're always happy to chat and ha- also happy to come out and see businesses and have mm. those conversations it's always used to see what the shop floor is like uh mm. and and actually what is happening uh around the county um we're also quite active in a number of networks that sarah talked about and howard is more than familiar with uh in t- so we're always out and about talking to people don't be afraid to come up and talk to us um and, you know, we, we don't have all the answers for everything that, that people are facing in business. Um, what we can do is help point people in potentially the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have the right expertise in some areas and in some cases. Um, other people may be able to help better. But one of the good things about Brooks is that and being local and being part of that local ecosystem is that we are well connected and we know who to talk to. So, you know, there's, a, there's lots of business networks around the county, all of them doing great things in the areas that they want to do great things in um but we can provide that those those linkages across the pieces uh and you know we we, we can build something that, that that 
that is helpful to the particular circumstances of the organisation. Whether it's you want to offer a student a placement for the summer because you, you need some an extra hands on board, you've got a difficult technical issue that you can't resolve in a manufacturing process, whether it's some thinking that you've got and a piece of research you'd like done. Um, if you need space for this great idea that you've got, that's a little acorn, but you know it's going to go well, but you want to be in that kind of environment where you get the support, where you get people asking how you're doing and what's happening next. Um, yeah, come and talk to us. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Sarah, I'm going to be really horrible to you. Um, so I'm going to put the caveat in here that Howard uh, and Giles can take equal responsibility. Um, let, let's flip it. Um, so so what, what's the Brooks challenge? What's the Brooks challenge? Where, where does Brooks need help from those listening at home? yeah that is a stinker look, look at this tumbleweed um for, for anyone for anyone listening right now uh we record this on zoom and and, and we just see howard just looking to one side hoping that, that i don't ask him um so i mean we have uh in terms of what businesses can offer us or the community um so give our students placements give them a chance to shine in your businesses um I think one of the great things about Brooks's degrees is that they're technical and they're they're about equipping our students for the workplace. And that's underpinned by our 2035 strategy, which is has entrepreneurship and enterprise embedded within it throughout. So we've got all these students just uh, chomping at the bit, chomping at the bit. One of those. Um, yeah, to go into the workplace. So. Uh, if you have a, a problem and you don't know who who else can solve it, maybe one of our Brooks students can. Amazing. Sarah, great answer. Um, and I couldn't agree more. I think one of the most common phrases that we hear early career when, when looking at junior jobs is so many employers say, I'd like this amount of experience. I'd like this amount of experience. And actually, when, when people are leaving university and education, a common barrier that, that we hear is, oh, I lost out to somebody with a little bit more experience. I think if we were to all look back to our early career, actually, you need to get that chance in order to be given the experience. So so certainly um, I would back up what you say, 200%. Right, we are very much coming towards the end of the show. Um, who would believe we've, we've had almost an hour already? So um, one of the things I love to do um, on these shows is I like to share a top tip with the listener. Um, don't worry, I'm not expecting lots more tips because you've given hundreds already, but... If we were, um, we've probably only got about 20 seconds each, so a bit of time pressure. If you were to give one top tip, whether it be something we've discussed already or something fresh, what would be your top tip, Howard? Uh, give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? It won't work. Try again. Great advice. Giles, what about you? I'm going to plug this uh, for you in that if you know a local business that does really good stuff for its community's environment, please get them to apply for the Oxbar Award that we're sponsoring because this is really important for our for our local community and we want to recognise those companies that are doing really good things. Deadline's the 11th of March, so get your skates on. That's the Oxbar Awards. Amazing. And last but definitely not least, Sarah. Um, I would say talk to us. Um, we're open to lots of different opportunities. So uh, just, yeah, come and have a chat and we'll see what we can do to help amazing thank you so much um and what a way to end the show um i think the topic was how oxford brooks university support businesses in all aspects and i think we've certainly answered that um 
10 times over over the last hour. Um, you've been listening to The Business Brunch with me, Ben Thompson, um, and I look forward to welcoming um, fresh new guests this week. But this week we have had Howard Feather, Giles Orr and Sarah Irons, who are three experts within Oxford Brooks University. Um, we are going to be back next week um, and we are going to be having a very fitting show. So we're actually... Um, inviting a young entrepreneur, uh, Sarah O'Reilly of Reward Tech Limited, um, who's going to be talking about setting up um, a a new technology business in Oxfordshire. She's going through crowdfunding, um, speaking to venture capitalists and, and really doing some, some great work there. So it's so very fitting. Um, finally, just a reminder that you can listen to this show every Sunday on the radio or online at 11 o'clock. Um, there is also a podcast version, which is available via all your favourite podcast platforms and is released on the Monday morning. And do look out for the video version so you can see how pretty we all are, um, which is available via the Get Radio Facebook page and the website every Tuesday. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I will see you next week. And thank you so much for your support. <laughs>